0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. God didn't bring Adam to Eve when Adam was 50%. He brought Adam to Eve because Adam was whole. The time to get married is when you don't figure you need to. Because you got everything together. You roll with it. Marriage is a miracle. What God puts together, the first love you gotta have, you gotta love God a lot of people are trying to love other folk but they don't love god well you got to love god first because he gives you love with the love of the folk the first thing is love it's a principle now i got to follow the principles of the kingdom you're in another kingdom we got to get the foundation right commitment allows the power to flow in your life it takes commitment and you got to make your mind up on the front end. Don't wait till the problem comes and then try to decide. No, that was decided when we said our vows. Me and you, all the way. One of the things that lift people's esteem is that they are unique. And when people don't know that, then part of that, uh, that that is factored into that relationship. They're looking for somebody else to complete them. They're already complete. The reason reason why Adam could get Eve is because Adam was complete. Adam didn't know he needed Eve. That was God's idea. I'm saying the the time to get married is when you don't figure you need to. I mean, because you got everything together. You roll it. See, marriage is a miracle. What God puts together. See, God will drop the desire in a person's heart. When it's time, now, when it, he'll drop the desire in the heart. Listen, folks, I, I wasn't going to preach. That wasn't on my radar. Preachers, uh-uh. But when God got ready, he can drop a desire in your heart, I'm telling you now. Yeah. Folks, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. He knows how to soften one, too. That's, that's for a lesson on down the line. All right, and so a lot of times people don't know their value. When they don't know their value, then they begin to take themselves and misuse themselves. When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. And they start misusing themselves. Now, what they do is try to get a relationship to make up for that. And that's an accident going somewhere to happen. Most people are operating out of emotion. And so what we talk about, let's that's just, well, let's just say, um, we, we talked about some principles. And, and so what we talk about, one, is love. We started with love. Well, we said that the love that God gives us is found in Romans 5, 5. I won't go there. But it is agape. Now, what kind of love is agape? What? Unconditional Unconditional love. Unconditional love doesn't do things for you so that you can do something for me. That's not unconditional love. And we found that the love of God is a decision. It's a decision. It's a decision that people have to make. And you have to make a decision to do something. God decided to love you, He didn't decide to love you because you could love Him back. He decided to love you, in spite of. It. He loved you when you were cursing him. <laughs> Let's go over here and look at um, Daniel, Daniel chapter uh, six, please. Relationships based on feelings and circumstances. I'm, I'm gonna get married because it's hard to pay my rent. I'm <laughs> uh-uh, not listen. Don't don't laugh. <laughs> That's where we are, folks. Married because of inferiority. Marriage, marriage, they got married because of spite. They're going to spite another person, another woman or another man, so they're going to get married to this other man. Married because of social pressure. Married because of loneliness. Married because of infatuation. Oh, I can go on. I can go on. Now, thank God we got a God that can turn everything around, but I'm just, just letting you know now, there's some marriages out there, boy, there's a weird reason for marriage. I married her because she reminds me of my cousin. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Now, now watch this. This is Daniel chapter six, verse four. There's a Daniel now in, uh, in, in, in a, a kingdom which is uh, without God. Verse four, then the presidents and princes sought for, uh, to find an occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find none occasion or fault for as much as he was faithful, say faithful, neither was there any error of fault found in him. So you remember the last time we said, the first love you got to have is you got to love God. Amen. Didn't we tell you that? Amen. See, a lot of people are trying to love other folk and they don't love God. Well, you got to love God first because he gives you the love with the love of the folk. There's a guy came in and preached. He said he went out on a picnic and when he got out on a picnic, they looked in the basket and they looked in there and they said, where's the love? He said, oh, I thought you brought the love. He said, no, I thought you brought the love. And that's what he was talking about, two ticks and no dog. And so, look, look what he says in verse 5. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Now he's going to, try, he's going to locate how much he loves his God. Because you got to love God first. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said this unto him, for thus unto him, King Darius live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask petition of any God or man for 30 days, save thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign in writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which authoreth not. Now, that, that's, a, that's a principle. The principle is that in the kingdom of God, when Daniel in chapter 2 interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream and he saw a man whose head was gold, arms and chests of silver, belly and thighs of brass, legs of iron, feet of iron and clay. All of those were not only this man, but all of those were kingdoms. But there were not only kingdoms, all of those were characteristics of the kingdom of God. One, the head of gold, Babylonian, meaning dictatorship, meaning that there was one ruler, Next was Medo-Persian. The Persians, as you know, took out the Babylonians and they were the next dynasty that came. But they have a rule of law. They have in this thing that once they make the law, it's made for everybody. Everybody's got to come under it. So once you bind something, whatever you bind on earth is bounded. Lord, have mercy. Okay. All right. So verse nine, wherefore King Darius signed in writing the decree. Now, when Daniel knew, that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open, and his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and did what? Prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Has thou not signed a decree? that every man that shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days, save thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered and said, the thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which authoreth not. Glory to God. So isn't it interesting? There was a law made, and the law was made against Daniel's God. So it's made against the kingdom. But the kingdom is what you are under. Once you come into the kingdom, then you're under the commander of that kingdom. And it's only, and he makes the laws. Now, y'all with me so far? So notice here, Daniel, he had to choose which way he's going to go. And he did not leave his trust and love for his God. We read you over in, put it up on the board, please. Over in John chapter 14 and verse 21, we read you a scripture. We said, he that has my commandments and keepeth them, this is the one that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my who? Father. And I'll love him and I'll do what to him? I'll manifest myself to him. So it's interesting. The principles of the world, at a moment, at a glance there, seem like they're more powerful. But the principles of the kingdom are higher and more powerful. And they are, those principles are what God wants us to adhere to. Principles of the kingdom. Now I'm still talking about this whole idea of marriage, but you got to come in here because if you don't understand authority, it won't mean much. And so now... As we do this, <clears throat> here's Daniel. Now they're going to throw him in the lion's den. And they throw him in there. And notice the lion wouldn't eat him. I want to say more than that. Couldn't eat him. Amen. Couldn't touch him. Why? Because he was under authority. Say amen. Amen. Now I'm teaching it from a supernatural perspective, which I told you that we need to get back to. Over in Ephesians and Ephesians chapter five in verse 22, wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands underline on. (laughs) As unto who? The Lord. Daniel was going to submit to the king as long as the king's laws agreed with his laws. Got it? And I'm saying the wife submits to the husband as long as what he's talking to her to do is in agreement with God. You got what I'm saying? So here, Daniel rejected it because it didn't agree with his God. Jesus is Lord. He's the one in supreme authority. He said, My kingdom is not of this world. So he's the one that's seen He's the one that's laying down the commandments, what to do and what not to do. And he just told you right there that uh, wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as unto the Lord. And We read you last time where he said husbands love your wives. And we showed you where he told you to love your brother. Amen to that. So you can't love your brother and then go behind closed doors and talk about your brother. See, you have just come out from under authority and the lions may get you. That's what it said in the Bible. It says in the book of Psalms, it says that he that slanders his brother in private shall be cut off. This thing is rough, brothers and sisters. Now, my point to you is, is God, are y'all with me? In this, Daniel refused, thrown in the lion's den. I want to make a point here. As he was thrown in his lion's den, the lion couldn't touch him. So Daniel, when the king came to rescue him after all night in the lion's den, now understand there was no Commonwealth Edison in that lion's den. there was no lights up in there anywhere. There's this thing black dark. Look at verse 21. This is the, this is the king when he came called for Daniel. Then Daniel said to the king, King what? Live forever. forever. Come on. Come on. Say what he say. Live Live forever. Does this sound like the man was mad? All right. What we took you to is Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Come on over there, please. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Keep going. Joy. Keep going. Peace. Keep going. Long suffering. Keep going. Gentleness. Keep going. Goodness. Come on. Faith. Keep going. Come on. Meekness. Come on. Temperance. Against such there is no law. All right, go back to the previous verse. Love love your enemies. Might seem like that's not going to work, but that principle is much more powerful than hate your enemy. Got it? Now, if you really love people, you won't manipulate them because manipulation is a principle of darkness. Step on somebody to get to where you want to go to. Y'all with me? So now, I'm showing you that the first thing is love. Look, Daniel carried no bitterness. All right? Just just keep that scripture in mind, because I'm coming back to that. Daniel came out of the lion's den saying, long live the king. Sound like to me had a little joy. Come on now, it's easy to be joyful when somebody just bought you a new Cadillac, but I'm talking about when you're going through, home girl, and and I'm talking about maintaining your joy. These here are fruit of the spirit. These are supernatural dispositions that God has for anybody. Say amen. Amen. Now, (laughs) Now watch this. In this, look at Hebrews chapter 12, please. Verse 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, Lest, or least, any man fall fail of the grace of God, lest any root of what, bitterness springing up, what does it do, trouble you, and thereby many will be defiled. So somebody, husband, wife, gets offended. Now, the Bible says, take no thought saying. And we said that was anxious thought. So you can leave a thought or take it. Somebody just did something wrong to you, you can either leave it or take it. And thoughts are things. They're seed just like a word. So it comes into the mind and the heart and If properly nurtured, talking about a little bit, it will water it and roots will start to grow down and plants will start to grow up. The plant is designed to bring forth fruit. Now why? because it wants to defile other folk. In other words, it wants to bring forth fruit so that somebody else will eat it. And the seed is in itself. It's in the fruit. So when they take a big bite of the fruit, the seed comes in. So somebody gets mad at the husband and then tells Shaquita, No. Can I, can I talk? And what does she do? She, wait a minute, she eats it first. And then she's mad. Now, she doesn't even know the man. But he can tell if he ever come into their environment, Shaquita is just as mad as his wife is. But notice, she told girlfriend, and girlfriend then told uh, big mama, many be defiled. Are you following what I'm saying? Now understand, Joseph never said a word about Mrs. Potiphar, all while he was in jail not a word, because if you talk about it, you saw it. That's a principle now. So I got to let no corrupt communication, come on, come on, help me now. Come out of my mouth. I got to follow the principles of the kingdom. Oh, I trust that you were blessed by that exciting teaching. It's entitled Kingdom Families. Now, this is a three-disc series, and here are a couple of points I'd like you to remember. One is that marriage is a miracle. (laughs) When I say that, remember Adam and Eve and the two became one? That's what happens in a marriage. He actually puts two spirits together as one. Now, that's why you gotta be born again, because what God puts together, let no man put asunder. See, God has to put it together. And so two spirits becoming one. Somebody who's not born again. Oh, the souls come together, but the spirit has to be put together by God. Point number two, the love needed to love others comes from first loving God. We have to first love God, then God's love we use to love people. So that's why you have to have a kingdom marriage. You gotta be born again so that you can have God in you to have love to love somebody with. Praise God. Well, our announcer is it. going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful set of teachings on Kingdom Families, and I'll be right back. God didn't bring Adam to Eve when Adam was 50%. He brought Adam to Eve because Adam was whole. The time to get married is when you don't figure you need to, because you got everything together. You roll with it. Marriage is a miracle. What God puts together, the first love you got to have, is you got to love God. A lot of people trying to love other folk, but they don't love God. Well, you got to love God first, because He gives you love with the love of the folk. The first thing is love. It's a principle. Now, I got to follow the principles of the kingdom. You're in another kingdom. We got to get the foundation right. Commitment allows the power to flow in your life. It takes commitment. And you gotta make your mind up on the front end. Don't wait till the problem comes and then try to decide. No, that was decided when we set our vows. Me and you, all the way. Come back to the Garden of Eden and build a marriage and family on the foundation of the principles of the kingdom of God in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching entitled Kingdom Families. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, PO Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. To experience heaven on earth, you must be born again to have the blessing of the Word of God and the fruit of His Spirit that carries life into your kingdom family. Now, in the Bible, it says in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long suffering. Now, these are supernatural dispositions. Now, what I mean by that? I mean, these are dispositions that have been given through being born again. In other words, without this spiritual fruit, THE ROOT OF BITTERNESS can, CAN SPRING UP AND TROUBLE YOU, AND MANY OTHER PEOPLE BE DEFILED. you would BE TELLING OTHER PEOPLE ABOUT YOUR BUSINESS, WELL, HE'S NOT THAT, SHE'S NOT THAT, SO FORTH, BECAUSE THE FRUIT ARE NOT THERE, AND IT WON'T GIVE YOU THAT SUPERNATURAL LONG SUFFERING THAT YOU NEED SO THAT YOU CAN GO THROUGH THAT LITTLE ROUGH POINT AND GET INTO SMOOTH TERRITORY. SO, IT'S A GOOD REASON TO BE BORN AGAIN. SO LET ME ASK YOU RIGHT NOW, ARE YOU BORN AGAIN? BECAUSE THAT'S WHAT GOD PUTS TOGETHER. And I'm saying now that God has a plan for your life. If he didn't, you wouldn't even be looking at this broadcast. I'm saying there's a purpose and a plan God has for your life. And I would like to see you get into it. In my life, I tell you, I tried to avoid all of this and say, well, I'm all right, like I am. But things kept going downhill, (laughs) including, including the marriage, kept going downhill. Well, what happened? One day, one night, I tell you alone in my apartment downtown Chicago, I just gave up. I said, Lord, would you please help me? And you know, he sent a lady by my place at work at the corporation I worked, took me down to a meeting. She took me to a meeting up on the North side of Chicago. The next thing I know, (laughs) I was born again. And when I did get born again, everything turned around. And look at me now, look what God has done in my life. I'm saying if you need a turn around, this is your time. You don't need to go through 2012 like you came out in 2011. I mean, it's just God has a plan for you. Now, if you want that born again life, if you want Jesus to come into your heart, it's a simple prayer. He says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So I'd like to pray that same prayer they prayed for me that night. I'd like to pray it for you right now. Let's get a miracle in your life. Bow your heads with me, let's pray. Dear Lord, I come to you now just as I am. You know my life, you know how I've lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I believe Jesus Christ is a son of God. He died for my sins. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead. Lord Jesus, I ask you, come into my heart. Live your life in me and through me from now on. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, that's the same prayer I prayed. A miracle took place. the same thing is happening to you right now. I'd like to send you my book. It's called Born Again and Spirit-Filled. I've got it both in English and Spanish. Now, the address and phone number on your screen, all you have to do is write us or call us or go to our website. That's billwinston.org and just ask for this book, Born Again and Spirit-Filled. I sent it to you. It's free of charge. It's for you. You see, that's the way to have a happy marriage is to get God in the middle of it. Well, you just did. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. We love you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.